Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We are back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now y'all know I cannot do any episode without thanking you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. We are really on the tail end of this daily podcasting marathon. I have been super, super honored to hold space with y'all every single day for the entire month of January, minus the first day of January. So we're going to rock out the rest of the 30 days. But I wanted to talk about a meme that I posted that said stop something like stop dealing with people who kind of like you. And it resonated. And I said, you know what? I want to talk about this. So let me get my water and we're going to be right back. The meme that I posted was stop dealing with people who kind of like you. And I want to address what kind of can look like and why that kind of might not be kind of why that kind of could be kind of and how sometimes this stuff is caused by a lack of actual communication about what y'all really want. And when I say y'all, I mean me too, because I ain't never above my own advice. So I want to start with the the reason why I decided to go and do it. So I thought about it from my own lens and I was like, you know what, for me. I would take this more romantically than I would familial or friendship wise because it's easy for people to kind of like you as friends and family, especially if there's weird power dynamics that make you um, in a better position than them and they don't like it. You know, so I understand that. But when it comes to a romantic sense, I see those memes get referenced to uh, to boot things more often than not. So for me, I was like, well, how do I feel about the meme? And usually I don't really say how I feel about things when I see them. I kind of just... Per, you know say what i say from a you know from a perspective of you know pros cons what have you but i get bored too easily to deal with people that kind of like me i get bored very easily like i like excitement i like a rush i like newness even if it's old if it feel new i fool with it but the minute it don't feel like that no more i get bored easily and i turn off and then you know that's it it's almost like throwing a cold ice cold bucket of water on a log fire and then wanting to light the wood back on fire no 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 it's wet wood it's not lighting back up it's a wrap so for me when i'm turned off i am definitely turned off and that's why i don't like to deal with people in a kind of sense because either we own or we off in terms of attraction so either you attracted to me i'm attracted to you we we gonna have an understanding and go from there or you know I'll go deal with somebody grown son who's sure because that's what I'm not into doing at this stage of life like I'm definitely not and when I say this stage of life I mean the past 15 years I don't want to deal with nobody who is unsure like if you need some time to figure it out that's fine you know once you figure it out I'm more than likely gonna be moved on by then you could probably hit me with the oh I'm in your city I'm gonna tell you have fun mask up get takeout and um, wash your hands and it's no hard feelings it's just again when I when I'm like turned off I just move on I don't even have a problem with you I just there's somebody else's grown son that I'll appreciate what I bring to the table and I think that sometimes when we don't realize how fly we are because everybody fly, whether they realize it or not. But when we don't realize our inner flyness, we be really sticking around for people that don't recognize it. I don't have to prove nothing to you. Like you, either you see it in me or you don't. The same way, if I feel something that's flying you, I'm gonna pick up on that and we gonna explore that. But if you don't see it in me, what what do I look like jumping through hoops to show you to value what I bring to the table? Value me, value me. No, you're not ready, and it's okay. I'm gonna go slide with somebody's grown son. We gonna be happy, and you or I'll just be by myself 
because being by myself is much better than being with somebody who's going to half-ass me. And then, you know, if you come around, you come around. Even if you come around, it's going to be too late. So it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, but <laughs> but for me, that's just that's how I just took it personally. So I was kind of like, eh, okay. But I wanted to look at it from different ways as to how this meme could fit and how it probably couldn't fit so in the case that it would fit sometimes people kind of like us because we provide something that is reliable even if it's not first option and when i say first option i mean in a sense of we all are options whether we want to realize it or not i know that sounds kind of like dismissive and i don't mean to be dismissive but we all are options it's just a matter of what order we're in right so either i'm the top person if I don't answer the phone, if I do something, then you might go to another option. Then you may go to another option. And these options in the whole us being an option, I mean, even from casual sex up to marriage. And I know some of you guys are going to disagree because you're going to be responding from your religious beliefs, your spiritual beliefs, your own personal beliefs, your grandmother's belief, because some of y'all have the um, notion in your head and you're completely fine to have that, that marriage is full life to the death. Full life as... um. My general would say just joking, but um, sometimes we have these these notions, but I am saying they may not be viable options, but they are indeed options, whether we want to recognize them or not. Now, they may not be viable options to you for whatever reason, but take everything away, the belief systems, the scriptures, those systems, what have you. It could be an option. So that's what I mean by that. And sometimes these apply on different levels from, you know, from marriage, whether it's monogamous or some people have marriage on their own terms and they have an arrangement and some people are able to do what they do and they're able to still maintain the marriage in their own terms. And some may do this for a casual dating or even just friends with benefits. However, it works. There's always options. But to me, the kind of the kind of like you pieces where we expect a dynamic that may not exist or we expect something from a person that may not be able to give it to us for whatever reason, whether they have capacity and just simply don't want to do it for you or they don't have the capacity to provide it to anybody. So what I mean by that is. We'll think somebody kind of likes us when in actuality they do like us. It's just that they may not like us the way we like them. Sometimes the energy be mismatched. Sometimes we're a little too into them and we're expecting more than what they're able to give. For example, if you're friends with benefits, that could be wanting a relationship. For those that are casually dating, that could mean exclusivity. For those that are in a monogamous relationship, that could mean marriage. For those that are in a poly relationship and they're more monogamous, maybe they want their partner to stop being poly. You know, it's just, it's different. It's different dynamics. So sometimes, you know, they may care for us and they may love us. It's just that they may not be able to love us in the way that we want them to. You cannot ask for somebody to give you something they are not capable of giving because they don't have it in them to do so. And that's where we have to make the choice to evaluate. Hey, what am I getting? Am I getting what I need here? Is it mutually beneficial? If it's not, then I need to make a decision as to how long I'm going to stay in this situation or how I'm going to work through this if I choose to stay um, or if I'm going to go and win. You know, um, I saw a tweet that said that women <laughs> are so cold with breakups because they go through the entire breakup emotions while still together. But when it's over, they pretty much just let you know that it is over and they've moved on. And I think that's really interesting because I know for me, I can definitely I can definitely relate to a degree. But 
But yeah, like we expect people to match energy the way we do. And it doesn't always work like that. Like even with the love languages, sometimes your love language could be one thing, but for another person, it could be something different. It doesn't mean they love you any less. It just means that there needs to be an understanding that needs to be explicitly stated between everybody involved. How can each other, how can we meet each other halfway to make sure that we love each other in the ways that, you know, we deserve to be loved. So that's one caveat. Another caveat is that Sometimes they just be busy. And I really want to debunk this whole thing of if they cared about you, they really cared, they make time for you. I think that's garbage. And I think, you know, and I used to believe that. And I noticed that I only believed when um, that, that type of logic when I didn't have nothing going on. And when I say I don't have nothing going on, I mean like have like a break or something that wasn't occupying my time. But as I get into one of the most busiest times of my life, period, I'm realizing that I simply do not have a lot of time to nurture as much as I used to. Now, am I going to say just throw everything to the wayside and be like, forget it, I'm busy? No. But the time I would have probably spent entertaining for an hour or two hours on the phone, I am more than likely going to spend that time being quiet. I use my voice for a living a lot. So if I'm not on the phone in any capacity, or if I'm not using it through creation of um, creating videos or creating uh, podcast episodes or being on the phone with clients or, or you know what I'm saying, doing groups and stuff like that on Zoom. Like I use my voice a lot. So maybe sometimes I just want an hour or two of quiet where I don't say anything and where I don't really hear anybody else's voice so that I can enjoy the silence and reset and recenter and recharge. The last thing I would want as a busy person is somebody growing son on my line talking about why you ain't calling me? Why you ain't calling me? You don't care about me? You don't care about me? It's almost like we try to micromanage people's abilities to communicate um, in the midst of them being busy and working to manage and maintain a harmonious, um, I don't even want to say balance, but a harmonious way of living. So it almost comes off like a, a nuisance sometimes. Um, and I know some people will say, oh, that's BS, that's BS. And I'm, and I'm sure. And people are okay to think that. But again, for me, I noticed that when I didn't have nothing going on, it was easy for me to say, oh, priorities, that and the other. Because there's times where I have to schedule calls to make sure that I'm on top of my calendar. That's how busy I am. I got homegirl dates I do with my homegirls. I call them on FaceTime. We talk and we chat. I have to put that in my calendar now. And I'm not saying that's a flex. I'm just saying that sometimes people are much more busy than we like to them to think. And we don't really imagine folks being busy like that because we not busy like that. So for those that are waiting by the phone or waiting by the inbox or the email or the DM waiting on your boo or whoever you like to hit you back, I say, go get busy, boo. Go find something to do. And I'm saying that respectfully. Find something to do that makes you happy, that takes your mind off of wondering what somebody else is doing instead of wondering what we could be doing throughout the day to better ourselves it's time to get busy if that's not the case you know what i'm saying like i really would hate for somebody to be sitting there constantly checking somebody's social media constantly checking text messages constantly checking all this other stuff when they are busy they may like you they're just busy they may not have all the time in the world to talk for hours and hours and hours like we might it's unfair to judge people that way and if you ever need clarification about whether somebody's feeling you, shoot, ask. And the way I look at it is, if somebody said they into you, their actions going to show it. Period. So even if you can't get them on the phone every waking moment of the day, when they do talk to you, what is the, 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 the um, quality of the conversation? When they're on the phone with you, do they really care about what you're talking about? Are they not distracted? Like, are they doing something else? Like, you know, there's different ways to tell if somebody digs you and to see whether those actions and the words match calling you all day every day is not necessarily an indicator of somebody caring it shows attachment but i don't know if attachment and care are the same things for certain people you feel me so that's one caveat 
The second caveat is that sometimes they are disingenuous and they, you know, they maybe don't like you, but they act like they do or they are kind of into you. But that's based on conditions, meaning you provide something of value, safety, stability, food, money, sex, gifts, something that they can get off of that makes them feel better or improves their quality of life. Whether they're going to do that for you, more than likely not. But they know that you'll provide it. And that also includes emotional labor. So you're the person that they can call at 2.30 in the morning, wake you up out of your sleep, call you with some drama. Usually something that, you know, you've told them about 10 times over and they don't listen, but they expect you to listen because you picked up the phone. It's the expectation of knowing that you'll always be there no matter what to provide something that they need. Now, whether they nurture the relationship with you in the meantime, more than likely this does not happen. Usually this is the person that doesn't hear, you know, you don't hear from them in a year, uh, six months, maybe two years, but they're always asking you for something when they do hit you up they're asking for a favor they're asking for a connect they're asking for a resource they're asking for some type of things that that require your energy that is definitely a caveat because sometimes they might kind of like you as long as they can um exploit you for however they need to be um whatever they need to be exploiting you for so that is that is definitely um the case and then um, another thing is again expecting people to match the energy in the exact same way. I know we say these things about conserving energy, reclaiming energy, um, snatching the energy back, um, you know, all of that energy talk, and I and I think it's great. But at the same time, I think that all energies are different. And what one perceives as negative, the other one may not. So this goes to people that are not really talkers. Like I got some Aquarian homies that do not do small talk in the slightest. They hate small talk. They rather just get straight to the point. They don't want to be on the phone hella long. If you know, it's more like get to the point. For some people, they may take that as being rude or take that as being um dismissive or oh that's that's messed up you don't want to talk small talk and the person's like no actually i just want to make sure that you know we're not wasting each other's time on this phone because i got things to do you got things to do let's just get to the point so sometimes you know people may misinterpret what that energy is and then match it unnecessarily you're not even matching that energy we don't even know what it is because you don't have these conversations to clarify what does that person mean by that because if we ask certain people what do they mean by certain things maybe we can get some understanding because there's been times where before I realized my Aquarian homies was like that. And my loved one, I have a, an Aquarian uh, loved one that's like this too. I asked them, I said, so you don't like small talk, huh? No, I don't like small talk. And I'm like, well, you know what? Me neither. But I just want to like, just clarify, like, look, like before I take this the wrong way, are you being rude? I just want to make sure that I'm not tripping. So I don't have to react unnecessarily and respond unnecessarily to something that don't exist. You feel me? So I just wanted to speak on that about this meme. And I got a feeling I'm going to end up talking about this type of topic as time goes on. Because it's a fun topic to talk about. Because it really involves uh, addressing blanket statements for situations that are really individualistic. Some of them can be similar. But they really depend on who you are and what you're going through. And your backstory and in the context that shapes all of that. So so yeah, I want to um, talk about that. So I'm just curious to know your thoughts. Like, let me know what you think about that. I'm very curious. But in the meantime, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Spiritual Homegirl. You can find me on um, Clubhouse at Spirit Homegirl. 
Also, the Spiritual Homegirl shop is up, spiritualhomegirl.shop. To sign up for my Patreon, we're doing the Aquarius Sun Sign Challenge. You can do so by clicking uh, my show notes or patreon.com forward slash spiritualhomegirls. Tiers start at $7 if you would like to support a female black creator. And if you want to sign up for my email tribe letter that goes out on every Monday, you can do so at spiritualhomegirl.shop or click my show notes and tap in. Also, I'm doing a um, text club. I have two numbers, but one number is 81493. Text homegirl10, that's homegirl10, all one word, and you'll get 10% off of any purchase in the homegirl shop. I'm really excited because Friday I have an episode coming up with one of my favorite content creators, a super positive uh, brother, really dope. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, and I'm super excited. His name is Mario Armstrong. I cannot wait to share the interview. It was so fire. Like, it was, man, it was amazing. But definitely tap in on Friday. So if you're not subscribed to the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast, what is you waiting on, boo? If you've not left a review or, or anything or told your friends, what is you waiting on, boo? Please share this content with your friends, your homies, your loved ones, anybody that you feel that can benefit from what I do with Spiritual Homegirl, which is about bettering self and spirit from a homegirl, just like you perspective, all right? So with that being said, I'll catch y'all tomorrow for the next episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast as we continue on this daily podcasting marathon for the month of January. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself, and get that clarity and that clarification when necessary, all right? Love y'all, peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trachademics Valerio.